Okay, well, uh, welcome to the Was It Good podcast, where we review movies and TV shows. I'm Ravi, joined by Arjuna, and we usually have a third brother here, but unfortunately, he uh, he got trapped in some carbonite. Oh, sorry, there's a typo. Colorado, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, poor poor guy, unfortunately. Uh, we have a special pod. Obviously, we're here at Star Wars Celebration 2022 here in the Anaheim Convention Center. The first pod, the first celebration in what three years? Yeah. Since Chicago 2019. Very, very fun times. Um, glad to be here. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that was announced today and or what else? Uh, they I already forgot. They showed a teaser of uh, Mando Season 3 very cool. on the celebration stage. Uh, they announced Skeleton Crew, the John Locks show. With uh, Jude Law. Starring Jude Law. Yeah. Yep. You have a theory already about that show. Oh, so let's hear it. We're jumping right in. Wow. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so Skeleton Crew, uh, I don't know, I'm sure everybody here heard about that announcement today, but Jude Law is announced to star in it, and there has been some speculation already that he is playing potentially everyone's favorite uh, Grand Admiral, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I've seen some Twitter speculation, and because it takes place in that Mando timeline, that Mandoverse, as they're, as they're calling it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could be fun. Do you remember uh, who here was at uh, Chicago celebration? Oh, so a few of us. Do you, do uh, you all remember the giant banner in the, uh, like the main hall? Yeah. Do you guys remember there was a picture of Thrawn there? Yes. And I think you, one of us said it was like, that guy looks like Pierce Brosnan. He did. Like very much Thrawn looked right. I guess it's not going to be. I well, who knows? Who knows? I mean, who knows? It's all speculation. Very That's much. the fun of this. Yes. Reckless speculation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this is also the 20th anniversary for Attack of the Clones. Yeah. A movie that um, that was what our first Star Wars film in theaters. Yeah, our first Star Wars movie experience for us. <laughs> Do you uh, when you when you look back at that movie being like the first Star Wars film that you saw? Do you? Do you still look at that movie the same way you look at it now, like when you were a kid? Oh, absolutely not. I, I was, so for me, I was nine when I saw that movie in theater. And so it was a very different experience than, than now, 20 years later, um, looking, looking at that movie now. Because for me, as a nine-year-old, I loved that movie. It was, it was colorful. It was, there was lots of explosions. There was lots of action. You know, that was it was everything you wanted from a Star Wars. We I'm pretty sure right before we saw it we had watched rewatched episode one on good old D V D. No, it was um, no the first time we saw it was on like VHS. We saw it first on yeah, VHS, yeah. but I think to get ready for for episode two, we watched it on D V D. And again, as a as an eight, nine year old, episode one is great, you know, pod racing, lightsabers. Navy Starfighters, yeah, oh, the whole thing. So, Duel of Fates, Duel of yeah. I mean, all that stuff is great, and even like watching some, like there are still moments from the prequel trilogy because we all know, like the prequel trilogy is not the greatest cinematic experience <laughs> that has ever been. It's a fun experience, but it is fun. And like yeah. as a kid, I really enjoyed those movies, especially because like the original trilogy was more of an idea. Like you saw the movies, but I didn't necessarily understand them at six, seven, eight years old. Like I did necessarily the prequel trilogy. And it was as I got older, I started to understand the actual original trilogy. So for me, that prequel trilogy was kind of my first Star Wars, right? So there's a there's a fondness to them mm-hmm. that you have as a kid. And then when you get older and you know, you get a little bit more jaded and you you watch movies maybe with more of a critical eye and you can kind of compare them to the stuff that you're seeing today, you can you can pick apart 
hard stuff and you can nitpick and say, I don't like this part, I don't like this part, this CGI doesn't look good, you know, well, well this doesn't make sense, you right. know, et cetera, et cetera. But still a really enjoyable experience. And do you remember, so, like when we went to go see it, um, our mother was out of town, she was at some wedding where, in India or something? Yeah, in India. That's and uh, our dad was watching the three of us, and we like basically what, tricked them, begged them into like taking us to go see it. Yeah, because it was opening weekend. Yeah. It was a huge movie, and so like it was hard to get tickets, and we asked him to go on like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And we always, we were a family that would go for like Sunday mornings, matinee. Yeah. You know, movies that came out three, four weeks later, so you have a full theater to yourself. So it was a different experience for us. Packed theater. To go into a packed theater. Right. Full of full of a lot of fans, especially as kids. Um, but it was so much fun. Like, the crowd really enjoyed that movie, and it was one of the first experiences for me, and probably for you, and for all of us, um, where we got to really, like, feed into that energy of the fandom. And like, wow, like, Star Wars is really fun. Because we didn't have that with episode one. We obviously didn't have that with the original trilogy. We actually right. before, before we were born. Right, which is where we're celebrating the 45th year of Star Wars yeah. as well this year. Right. 45 years. That's almost 50. That, yeah, you're right. Five years away. It's wow. great math. Yeah, I'm so good at math. Math is hard. But you remember what Dad said to us as we left the theater? And it always stuck with me because I thought it was kind of funny. And like, our, our dad was... Our dad actually grew up as well with Star Wars like when he was a kid. Yeah. But he said as we were walking in the theater, he was like, oh, wow. Why... Why are the weapons better <laughs> in episode two? <laughs> but just because obviously like the technology was different, right? Like CGI was a big, a big new thing that Hollywood, George Lucas, everyone was exploring. So like when you compare the prequel trilogies to like the original with its practical effects and everything, yeah, you would if you were not kind of not super involved, but like super into the whole Star Wars thing, you're just kind of looking at it as like an outsider or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, the tech and everything seems better. From like a timeline period, you would argue that episode two is after the originals as opposed to being prequels. Yeah, I mean, look, I think George has always talked about that he wanted to wait for technology to catch up with right. the vision that he had for the prequel trilogy because he wanted to show this great, this great war with, with all of these clones and all of these Jedi and, and all of these droids. And the technology just wasn't around when he made the original trilogy. Right. So like he needed that and yeah, you, you, you know, it looks different, and you know, but that's okay. Like you know, Obi Wan's gonna look great when that comes out tonight. Um, in T minus, what is it? Uh, let me see here. Six hours and forty. Oh, excuse me, fifty minutes. Right, and and like that show's gonna look great. And it's gonna right. look amazing. But like you know, we're not gonna bat an eye that the technology looks different and right. and whatnot. And even like look at Rogue One, like what Darth Vader's able to do in that very ending scene, and then you know, in theory, a, a couple hours later, he's a little bit more stiff. I remember the, like, like, it's still cool, the Vader like, it's still cool funny. to see yeah, yeah. destroy yeah. everybody, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, I think, I think there's, you can, you can overlook some of that stuff, because as long as it makes sense, you know, it's about enjoying, it's about enjoying what, what's, what's happening. Yeah, sense of disbelief, yeah. and just kind of enjoying everything that you're seeing. Right. Uh, wow, you're, like, jumping, as I wasn't going to get into the <laughs> Obi and lightsaber stuff till later, but... Let's just talk about it. like I mean one of the, like obviously the Obi Wan Kenobi series is coming out later today. We're getting two episodes, um, and then you know you have you have interviews like Kathleen Kennedy. A lot of people, Hayden, Ewan, have said that you know there's going to be the biggest you know the the, the return of Vader it's versus the rematch, right? Yeah, and obviously like their big fight, I would argue, was on Mustafar 
in episode three, a lot of twirling lightsabers, and it was just kind of waving them around in episode four. So where would you like, like if the, if the scale is like waving lightsabers and like all this crazy shit in episode three, yeah. and then episode four is just waving, so just a little stiffer. Where do you now? think, I mean, like, maybe they just had some back pain when they woke up that morning. I mean, yeah, I'm older with back pain. Yeah, I do too. Like we're getting old, you know? That's, yeah, that's part that of life. Um, no, I think somewhere, I think somewhere in between, because I do think they're thinking about this show that it's not obviously directly right after episode three. Right. This is this is a, a set amount of years after, right? Yeah. And a set amount of years obviously before episode four when Obi Wan is a little bit older, when he is retired and he's Ben Kenobi, and he's like, oh, Obi Wan Kenobi, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Like he's not there yet, <laughs> um, especially if you know they are going to meet again in, in the battlefield. Uh, and, and kind of fight. I think it's 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 going to look good, you know. Like, and there's a reason they brought back Hayden. Honestly, anyone could put on the Darth Vader armor. Yep. It's just going to be Darth Vader, right? Because that's you know you can you can get a tall actor to kind of portray the guy right. in the suit. But there's a reason they brought back Hayden, and I think they want to tap into the energy between you and, and Hayden that they had in episodes two and three because that chemistry is important. Like. That relationship on screen started 20 years ago in Attack of the Clones, and is obviously such a vital relationship within the prequel trilogy, and it obviously fuels a lot of everything that follows, right? It's it's because of Obi-Wan's failures that Anakin falls to dark side and becomes Darth Vader and leads to all of these guys. Oh, is it, is it solely on Obi? I, I feel like it's also on the it's entire not, Jedi Council. No, no, it's not, it's not all, it's not all in one guy, but look, Obi-Wan was his master. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so, but it, it takes a village to raise it, it did take a village to raise Anakin. You know, he was a bit of a problem child. Big time of a problem but, child. But, you know, like it is ultimately on Obi-Wan. Right. right. Like you think, you go back to Phantom Menace and you think of Duel. The reason mm -hmm. it's called Old Fates is because that's the fate of Anakin, right? If Qui-Gon dies here, Obi becomes his master. If he lives, it's Qui-Gon that's supposed to be Anakin's master. Who knows how that changes everything and how that's supposed to be. Like, Qui-Gon was much more was much more of a father figure to Anakin in episode one, and maybe that's what he needed, and Obi-Wan wasn't necessarily that. Not that he, well, he was, was forced into it, right? Yeah, like, he wasn't, he, like, he, like, he was a Padawan right. in episode one, right? And then his master gets killed in front of him, he kills Darth Maul, and he all of a sudden now has this new Padawan, and Anakin Skywalker, who is the chosen one, this big, you know, he's supposed to the chosen one, the force, right. the chosen one, and, and look, look, Obi is the young guy at that point. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's just coming up. As, as a young as a young guy himself, so that's what's fascinating about Star Wars, about all these different decisions, and really kind of diving into it. And I think what I'm most excited for with Obi Wan is to see that continuation, especially like I think maybe I was like a lot of people when I heard, oh, it's going to be Obi Wan versus Darth Vader, and being like, well, that, how is that supposed to happen, right? Like we're supposed to believe that they fought on Mustafar, and then they don't see each other again until a new hope. Um, but I'm interested, as always, to see how. They kind of figure it out and recontextualize the story a little bit, and 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 how it all fits together. Because I do think there is a way it fits together and is enjoyable and still right and fun. It's it's interesting you bring that up because I remember we had you, me, and Christian are the brother. We had this discussion where it's like, why are we doing an Obi Wan Kenobi series? Like the man sits in the des desert, watches this kid for X amount of years. Woohoo! Like who cares? Obviously, what we've seen with the trailer, what we've heard, like that's not the case. Um, but in part of like our discussion, like Krishna brought this up, where he was like, you know, in episode four there are very iconic lines, like you know, when we last met, you know, uh, you were the 
master and how to want right, et cetera, right. et cetera, right? And like one of the things that Christian had brought up was like in episode four, Vader, there's a line where he says, you know, when we let there, um, he says, what, there's a presence that I've not felt in a long time. And this is kind of like really kind of overstretching there where it's like, we look at episode four and that line as Vader talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. But what if he was actually talking about like Luke Skywalker? Like maybe in the series we do run into a part, a part where like Vader is close to Tatooine and feels the presence of Luke. Right? It's, it's the idea of like taking things and kind of like reconceptualizing what they mean and adding kind of like new things to the story. Well, I think also the beauty of like it being a long, long time. Like this is only five years, I believe, after episode episode three, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. So like there's still like a twelve year gap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like it like, could be a long, long time still. You know, like you can you can stretch things. Like if I haven't seen if I haven't seen you in like a year, that's a long, long time. One could wish. Yeah, wow. Thank you. That's that's very that's very nice of you to say. You're welcome. Uh, take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's also like the interesting too with like with Star Wars, and I'm sure maybe somebody here can explain time in Star Wars. Time, like, time is, is is kind of is different in terms of the way we see time here on planet Earth, right? In terms of a year around the sun, they've said things work kind of differently there. Um, but it's sci-fi. You can just you can do whatever you, you want. Plot device. Yeah, you know, like it's fine. Do you remember an episode? I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at also at like other things from today, like we saw, we, like I would say one of the big things with the earlier panel today was Andor. Yeah, we got a lot um, of Andor. We got a lot of Andor. Got a trailer. Trailer. Uh, we saw. Uh, I don't know if you saw. We saw Phase Two clone troopers in there. Yeah, which was interesting because. Andor is what? Is five, five years, years before, before Rogue One, which was interesting to me because I thought the Empire was phasing them out via like bad, like in the Bad Batch series, we see there's a whole arc about. Well, there's nothing that's there's nothing to say that there's not flashbacks within Andor. Right? That's true. You could you could have flashbacks of a young a young. Well, I was more I was more hoping maybe they're like rebellious clones. Why not? I mean, in the universe, the galaxy is a big place. Very big. There's there's factions of everything, everywhere. You never know what's just lurking around the corner. There's also more variants in Stormtrooper armors so that some of us can go build more I armor mean, you, you do like building armor. I very much do. Uh, but one of the things, like, there's a lot of information dropped in terms of what, the first season's going to be 12 episodes, yep. second season's going to be 12 episodes, 12 episodes. Well, yeah. and then that's the final season, it leads into... Yeah, so, so Tony Gilroy, the creator mm-hmm. of the, the show, described it as the first 12 will be five years before and will take place about... The time frame will be about a year. Mm-hmm. And the second season will be the other four years. And essentially, he said, like, we're going to end right when Rogue One picks up, um, which is interesting. So, like, you're, you're going to see a bunch of familiar characters. You know, Mon Mothma is returning. Um, and and it's, if, if you've seen the trailer, there's like a big presence within that. Like, it seems like right. they're going to show a lot of the political um, flavor that is. Right in the galaxy at that time, right? You know, the, it's it's gone from a, a republic to a, a galactic senate, right? Um, and so it, it seems like there's a lot of politicalness, you know, within the Star Wars world to this as well. So it'll be kind of cool to track and see all these characters kind of change, and also, you know, what other characters from Rogue One did you get? Uh, maybe K2SO potentially um, will show up at some point. Saw Guerrero. Yes, Force Whitaker is confirmed. Excellent. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. 
uh, what else in terms of like that panel? Because obviously, our, you were lucky enough to actually be in that panel because of what you do. Yeah, I'm very jealous. Just I mean, the, I think the big thing for me was seeing the, the teaser for Mando season three, which I know they haven't. Break it down for us. Uh, frame by frame. Go ahead. I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but spoil it for the, big, the big thing was they brought Kay off onto the onto the stage, you know, and Starbuck you know, was there. Yeah, Starbuck. That's, That's amazing. Like not playing Boba Tom, but playing Starbuck. Instead. That's weird. It's, okay. It's just a it's just a Battle of Star Galactica season five now. That's the real quick. That's super side note because we do this all the time. Uh, where are we at with the the Battle Star reboot? I honestly have no idea. Anybody? Can we ever know? <laughs> okay. Hey, sorry guys, people working on it. Thank you. Um, but no, she she came out and she was a big presence within the trailer, which makes sense, which tracks with what we saw in Mandalorian season two, right? Um, with everything that happened with the dark saber, with her, you know, wants the dark saber, but you know, our, our our Mandalorian Din is the one that claims it, and she's like, you can't give it to me, and I have to win it fair in combat. Um, and so it seems like that's going to be a big part of the show. And, and for those who've seen Book of Boba, obviously. Din has a pretty big arc in back half of that show where, you know, he's reunited with Grogu. He, you know, has a lot of discussions about the Darksaber. He's told by the armor that he needs to return to Mandalore. And I think that is probably what's going to be a big part of, you know, Mandalorian season three. It's like we're actually going to see the homeworld of these Mandalorians, even if Din isn't like a quote unquote traditional Mandalorian, right? He's a, he's a foundling. He's really going into that lore, I think it'll be really cool and really fun to see. Only thing is we have to wait until February. It's like a year away. It's like nine months, you know? Eight months. Forever. It's literally forever. What Andor? We have Andor, sorry, we have Andor in August, we have Obi right now. Yep. And that's it. Probably a Bad Batch season two. That's true. There's the Bad Batch panel on Sunday. 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 Yeah. Maybe we'll get some news. Hopefully, hopefully we'll That'd get some nice. news. That would be great. There's also the Mando Plus panel still coming. That's right. On Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have more news, more stuff to show from that, and maybe Ahsoka and, and anything else that's kind of, you know, part of the Favreau Filoni collaboration. The Mandoverse. The Mandoverse. Yes. Um, back to like obviously, like I said, this is the twentieth. Yes. For Attack of the Clones, and you know when Attack of the, when the entire prequel series like came out, like we said, a lot of people kind of looked at it, did not like it. Like we've seen, obviously, you know they're doing the pressers for Obi right now, and that has been brought up quite a bit, right? Where there's the discussion around like how critics kind of looked at that, how people took it. Um, Hayden kind of also what stopped going to cons and everything just because of how people kind of reacted to it. You know, we're 20 years now, 20 years later. Uh, in that time, we got great things like um, Star Wars, the Clone Wars series, which bounced around between Cartoon Network, Netflix, then to Disney Plus. We got things like Bad Batch. Uh, we got things like Rebels. You know, when you, do, do you think those things have kind of adjusted your view initially of Attack of the Clones? Do you think it's helped? Do you think it's made it worse? I think, it, I think for me it's enhanced the prequel trilogy, you know, greatly. Especially episodes two and three, because you have so much more context of what's going on versus just seeing those movies individually. Because, you know, Clone Wars is, builds up so much more the character of Obi and Anakin and their relationship and all of these other characters that really enhance what's kind of going on. One of the most special things about 
uh, Clone Wars season seven was seeing those moments that line up perfectly with episode three with Order 66. Right. Like, I thought that was really cool to get some context of what else is going on or what happened just before with these characters. And, you know, it's it's weird that like an animated version not portrayed by those, the, like, the guys that portrayed them and Bewin and Hayden, like has somehow kind of accentuated and brought up their performances in episodes two and three. And I think that's part of the reason that, you know, Aiden and Ewan got like lots of love today and, and have with the Obi-Wan show and being reunited because there's more interest and there's there's more love for these characters because it you know, you've just gotten more time with them and it's been good time and it's been it's been exhilarating and exciting to see um, what's happened with those characters. And I think like potentially you, you have that with some of these shows because it you know, a lot of I was thinking about this the other day, but like Basically, all of Star Wars, but the original trilogy and like the sequel trilogy, are are prequels in some way, right? They go back and they kind of accentuate different stories mm-hmm. and different characters like that. And a lot of that's what a lot of Star Wars is. A lot of the shows, prequel trilogy, et cetera, et cetera. So, I think like part of the DNA of Star Wars is being able to like have these characters and then kind of go back and, and these events and, and be able to go back and kind of add more to the story. And it, it changes your view and your perspective on what you're actually seeing and experiencing. There was a joke made a couple of years ago around like the Clone Wars and like the point of the Clone Wars um, is really to just let you know minute by minute what happened between episode two and three. And it was also kind of a tester where like basically they could make content forever. <laughs> I mean, because like in theory, Clone Wars could have gone for another seven seasons. Yeah, because we only a saw lot of story there. Yeah, the times so that we only followed like, 10, 15 different Jedi, essentially, and a couple of batches of clones. So yeah, you're, yeah, there were millions and millions of clones. It's a war, you know? Yeah. Wars are large, and there's a lot going on, and um, it, it's it's fascinating. And I'm, I'm excited to see, and continue to see, like what parts of, you know, in between the established lore of episodes one through nine that they continue to find. Like, I've always wanted to see, like, Young Anakin and and Obi before episode yeah between episode like, one and two up, and even like Qui yeah. Gon and really young Obi you know obviously you have some books and some comics and some time stuff a lot of legend stuff as mm-hmm. well that's no longer canon but it'd be cool to see some of that stuff as well. Would you which would you prefer like a Qui Gon and Obi or a and or yeah Anakin and Obi? I think just to diversify it slightly, you know Qui Gon and, and Obi Wan would be would be really really cool. I think obviously. Be tough for Liam Neeson to 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 be a younger Qui Gon, but I mean they, they, have, they, have, they have the technology. You know, they, they could. They've done it. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, they did it with Luke. But what if they did like a, a show with Yoda on Dagobah, and Qui Gon could show up as a Force Ghost? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's possible. And then basically, you know, like how we all like made the like, why would you do an Obi show? He's just gonna be on a desert. Then they do a uh, Yoda show, and also Yoda during that episodes uh, three and four, and everything. He was running around the galaxy as well. I mean, I mean that's a little harder to believe. Like he's literally on this swamp planet without anything. Yeah, I mean he's literally living in a shed. Yes, and no technology. Yeah. He's just meditating. You know, the, maybe yeah. it's just like a a meditation app. Like you just meditate with, with Yoda on, on Dagobah. That could be fun. <laughs> could be like a VR app. Yeah, boom. There you go. Meditation with Yoda on Dagobah. It's a million dollar idea. I think it, I think it really is, actually. Like, we should probably break that down. Um, back to Kenobi, because I love to jump around all over the place. So, uh, do you have any kind of 
insane because obviously you come up with some really out there bull predictions yes that is true if you listen to the podcast i uh i do love my bull you, predictions. usually your bull predictions start with so and so is going to uh to die no i mean that happened once you get and you and krishna our brother who's not here love to just continue them Any, anyway what would you say your bull prediction for kenobi is and let's do i, I want to do like two two different like uh two two bull predictions so a bold prediction in show, sure. in terms of like, what do you think is gonna happen in show? And then kind of like, uh, what do you think, how do you think the world is gonna react to Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because like whenever like a big piece of content or franchise does something, you know, there's always kind of like this weird social, sure. either like a trend or like a meme or something comes of it sometimes. Like what do you think is gonna happen? Like if there's like a Grogu's gonna appear? Ooh, wow. No, but it's not my, that's not my bold prediction. That's not my bold prediction. No, I think like maybe this is a cold prediction. Maybe it's not a great prediction. But I think there was gonna be more Jedi than just Obi Wan within the show. Like I think. Well, there's more because, Jedi between Episode Three and Four. Yeah. Not just Obi. You ever watched uh, all the shows and played all the games? And <laughs> there's these are five or six. But I think some prominent ones. Yeah. Around the universe. <laughs> a lot of, uh, uh, no, but obviously, like the Inquisitors are such a big part of Obi Wan, right? And, and the job of the Inquisitors is to hunt down these remaining Jedi. And I think, um, as we've seen in the trailers, he's obviously leaving Tatooine, which makes sense. Like it would be kind of weird if this whole show took place on Tatooine when people are hunting him down, and then they just don't run into. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a show in Star Wars that they do and they take the entire show takes place on Tatooine? And then suddenly another character appears. Are you, ta- are you talking about a show that came out this year? <laughs> yes, Book of Boba. Oh, wow. Um, no, but I, I do think other Jedi will kind of show up. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we could. I, I'm going to say, like, Ahsoka potentially shows up in the show. That to me makes a lot of sense. Like, she shows up. Look, and in the, and in the animated show, obviously, Ahsoka and Obi Wan have a very strong relationship and a very important one. We haven't seen that on live action and I think that would be, be a, a really like interesting dynamic to see play out. Especially like obviously with the Ahsoka show coming next year. Um, so yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. There's like a lot of there's a lot of story reasons and there's a lot of like logistical reasons for like what about Darth Maul? He's still at when Obi-Wan Kenobi is supposed to be taking place, he is still running around the galaxy with his dark saber yeah. and getting a little bit crazier. Sure. As the weeks go by, I think that's the one that's harder to, to walk back, right? Like we've talked about the Vader stuff, mm-hmm. and, and you know, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Like, how does this fight happen? I think with what happens in the Twin Suns within Rebels, right? I, I think the subtext there is that they have not seen each other since Clone Wars, right? Since you know, since all of that kind of went down. So it just doesn't make sense to me for for Maul to be kind of present within the show. And it's also just another factor when you have Darth Vader, when you have the Inquisitors, when you have Tatooine and, and Luke, and you have, you know, potentially even coming off a planet, maybe these other Jedi, just seems like maybe a step too far. I, I don't think they're going to initially like cross paths and like draw lightsabers, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is something where, you know, we know that Obi is running off planet. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it is something like, hey, Obi, there's this guy who's running a reference. Like a reference, yeah. or like uh, like maybe he sees a secret mini, I don't know, something of that nature. I wouldn't be too surprised because, again, he's, he's doing a whole bunch of criminal criminal stuff. Um, he's, a, he's a criminal mastermind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. 
Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised when we see that. The, the other um, character I think we may see is Bail Organa and R2-D2. Well, I mean... Uh, it's also a cult it's not a, it's, not a, it's not a Star Wars show of R2-D2. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, that makes sense. They also had mentioned like that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is gonna it feels more like a movie as opposed to like Well that that was what was originally pitched. It was supposed to be like this Obi-Wan movie many, many years ago and it kinda of went through different stages of development and then I think finally when kind of Disney Plus came out and you know the Mandalorian did well, there was interest in more shows and then finally that's kind of happened. And um, I'm interested to see kind of the, the format, right? Mandalorian I think really proved that just because you're a series doesn't mean there's like a dip in quality uh, of what there is on the screen. You know, Star Wars doesn't just have to be in the theater to be top two. And right. Cold War, you know, the animated shows I thought did that. Obviously, like animation is a different style than like live action. But the, the Mandalorian kind of paved way that you can still tell stories within this Disney Plus, within this series format. So um, I, I think to like tell this Obi-Wan story, especially like depending on how it goes, like you need more time than, than you can necessarily get in a movie, right? And it's like, then you get into like, do we do a trilogy of Obi-Wan movies? And like, maybe that's too much, like mm -hmm. three Obi-Wan movies in theaters, but like a show feels right, potentially. So, do you think it's just gonna be this, was it six episodes? Six episodes, yeah. Do you think it's just that, or do you think there'll be a season two? Season two. A season well, they, two. I mean, it is being called a miniseries. Right. So yeah. well, we've seen we've seen networks and everyone before be like, it's a miniseries, and then oh, here's oh, yeah, seasons. seasons. I think if there's a story to tell and there's right. something that's relevant and interesting, I think you could absolutely do it. Um, but maybe it's a different time period. Like it seems like they're telling a specific story within this time period. I remember when they first announced Obi Wan, I was like, oh, maybe like each episode is a different time in his life. Like, there'll be episodes that are like pre-episode one, you know, episodes in that, between episodes one and two, and then like you know, between three and four, and whatever, whatever. Um, and that's not the case, I would say, uh, from what we've seen in the trailers, but maybe maybe that's what a second season is. Maybe you can jump around like his, his life a little bit, especially like you know his, you know, you know his end, you know a lot of his middle, but you know, there's other parts of his life to explore, but can again, like, accentuate that story in between if there's a reason to do so. We said something similar when the Andor show was announced, right? Where we know how that character, we know his end, right? We know his important impact in uh, the rebellion. Right. He makes the ultimate sacrifice. Makes the ultimate sacrifice. And we did also say, like, how is a show like that going to be interesting? Like, remember with Black Widow, when that came out, yeah. a lot of critics had said the same thing. Like, you know how his character is going to solo end up. Well, I mean, so solo is one where it's just like, difficult. yeah, it's yeah. difficult. Yeah. Um, I think I think you're absolutely right. Like, it is, it is difficult sometimes where you're like, why should I care about this character? But I think ultimately, like, if it's an interesting story and it's good, you can still, it can still be enjoyable. Like, I know Black Widow's not the most popular Marvel movie, but I actually really liked it. Like, it was a really good, like, spy, espionage Marvel movie. Because it was, it was just, it was well done. Like, it was good acting. It was a great introduction to also, like, new Some characters. characters right, I think, like, that's potentially what you can do as well. Like, you're continuing that story um, and that saga in a different way. Definitely. That, that you can do that. You can, you can do that. Through many, many avenues. Not just even series and movies, right? There, is, there are comics, books. Have you read any like Star Wars comics or books? I know that when the High Republic books came out, we <laughs> we attempted to read, and then we all got we tried. We tried. It's, it's hard. hard. It's, it's a lot of work. You should read that. It's important. 
I tried doing audiobooks mostly, and then I was doing that on tread like while I'm walking on treadmill. Yeah. And then I would, true story, I would pay too much attention to the story, and then like not adjust my settings, or I'd fall. You fell. Wow, you were that. Gross. I was really like I was super gross. The audio. Yeah. But then. I would try and just really good audio. It was a really good audiobook. Like the audiobooks for High Republic are like top notch. But then I would try and just listen to the audiobook, but then I'd be getting I would get ants and be like, well I'm not doing anything, I'm just yeah. sitting here listening. Yeah. And then yeah, it was a whole thing. I read a lot of the now legends canon when I was a kid. You did? Yeah. So I remember like in my the library, like in our elementary and middle schools had like a lot of those Star Wars books and so I would would spend like my library period. They're like, read something. I was like, Star Wars. I'm gonna read Star Wars. Like, we had library period. Yeah, you, you remember that? No. Yeah, we had library. <laughs> so <laughs> the schools that we went to, and yeah, I would just I would just kind of read some of those like old old classics. Um, I mean, since I haven't read a new Star Wars book in a while, but like I definitely want to read the, the new Thrawn books. Mm -hmm. uh, I know they're not like brand new anymore, but especially with the Ahsoka show coming out, and as we speculated at the top of like, could you be playing Thrawn, or who knows, you know, live action Thrawn seems to be coming, it'd be nice to kind of read some of that stuff. Um, to, to, you know, Star Wars books are great. Like they've always, like the legend stuff is like really, really good. Um, comics I haven't been as into as much on the Star Wars front. Um, but also the video games. Video games, love the Star Wars video games. Knights of the Old Republic, one of my favorite games ever. Um, I know you played the Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order was a great, 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 great game. And that's isn't that second one coming out next year? I don't something. Know. I have no idea. Well, there's a sequel coming out. I know there were leaks about a sequel, and we're at an event where they're announcing a Star Wars thing, so maybe we'll get more information this maybe. week, and we'll leave that at that. So. Uh, <laughs> If you, well, let's go back, obviously, like, back to Celebration here. This is the, I don't know which number of Celebration, but it's been three years since the last Celebration, yeah. obviously due to events of the world and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, how are you enjoying the show so far? Like, have you ran into people you haven't seen in a while? You're obviously, I mean, your story's kind of interesting from, like, a work perspective. Sure. Just because I know that you were at one company for the last Celebration, and you had a different company for this one, sure. you know? I'm kind of curious. This is actually more of like my own kind of like personal insight because you were working at a content house that was making like I would argue like old school internet videos, or now you're doing more like podcast type videos. Yeah, how's the experience like been different? So it's different content, right? Yeah, focus on different things. So when I was here three years ago, obviously the focus was video. So it's like getting into press lines after the kind of the panels and stuff, and getting the quick three minute bites with yeah. the cast is to just kind of going along and you get one question. You know, and working now on the podcast side, it's like you come with hosts and, you know, you don't, you're not necessarily getting those interviews anymore. You're just kind of reacting to whatever the news is. Kind of like we are, obviously, like within doing this live podcast. So that's, that's the name of the game and it's a little bit different. It's like we went to like a hotel room and we recorded our podcast instead of like from the, you know, from the celebration stage going to like another conference room and, and getting in line and, and kind of, you know, shouldering up with, with other right. people and whatnot. But, um, no, I mean, today's the first day, so I haven't necessarily, I haven't gotten to see a lot of people yet. Have you even, like, walked the floor yet? I haven't walked the floor oh, yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. That's, that's tomorrow. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal. Or maybe after this. After, I mean, there's still, there's still open until 7 o'clock, yeah. I think, and then that's it for today, and then, yeah, tomorrow at 10. Yeah. So that's cool. And what about you? What's your experience been like? 
Oh boy, I mean, I've mostly spent today not trying to like, prevent myself from throwing up out of nerves because of this. Oh, wow. You know, public speaking is very, very difficult. Well, you've done a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Uh, before we get out of here, you know, obviously it's the 20th anniversary, and yeah. our pod is called Was It Good? Yes. Right? And basically the idea of this pod is we review movies and TV shows, uh, we ask that, you know, we answer that question, yes or no, was it good? Yeah. Um, when you obviously saw Attack of the Clones, yes. you were like, that was good. You were like, this oh, is yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Or Star Wars. Yeah. Would you say, so I'm going to ask you that question now as this jaded adult as you yeah. called yourself earlier. Right. So Arjuna. Yeah. Was Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones good? I'm still going to say yes. That's good. I'm, I'm going to say yes because. Stick to your guns 20 years later. The reason we do was it good. The reason we, we kind of have this question is because it, it, there's so many different ways you can answer it, right? There, there's no one way, there's no one rubric. And even episode to episode, we vary. Like, we don't have consistent rubrics, and that's, that's part of the fun. Um, Star Wars is such a big part of, of, of what I enjoy in terms of entertainment, right? It's, it's really, it's right up there. It's one of my favorite things. And Attack of the Clones is part of that. And I think for all the reasons we listed, especially with having all of these different shows and all of the other different things around it, um, still makes it enjoyable. Is it the best technical film? Ever has the CGI held up? Uh, you know, for listeners of our podcast, Rabbi notoriously loves to talk about CGI. The CGI does not hold up. Okay, it was a movie from twenty years ago. Yeah, and that's fair. And you can criticize those things, but for me, when I watch the movie, I still have a lot of fun, and I still enjoy it, and I still know the lines, and do, I still enjoy real quick. It. Do you do you fast forward during like every Star Wars movie? I think has like that cringe moment. I mean, there's, I mean, actually, you know what, I think every movie ever made has, like, cringe moments. The cringe moment in episode two, to me anyway, is that, you know, when they're on the boo, in the... And they're falling in love. And they're falling in love, like, even as, like, a kid, that was weird to me, and even watching it now, it's still weird and awkward it's to me. Now. It's weirder. Way weirder now. Yes. Still cringe, right? Yeah, I mean... You're still fast forward. No, no, you have to experience it, because that's part of the experience. You know? That's true. It's like, it's that's part true. of, like, you're uncomfortable, and you're like, what, what is happening? Why is this, it's like, wait, when you guys last saw each other, like, you were a little kid. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's weird. So like, it's really weird, weird when yeah. you think about it. Yeah. But you have to watch it, because that, that is part of the whole... That's experience. the whole it's the experience. experience you, know? yeah. you can't enjoy the rest of it without getting through those parts. Real quick, back to CGI. You know the fun fact about the clones, right? In episodes two and three, they're clones. Well, yes, thank you. But they, uh, you know, that they never made actual armor. They're all CG, right? That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that I only found that out like maybe a, lot, uh, a year ago, and that still kind of blows my mind a little bit. But that makes sense. So you're into a lot of collectibles and yes. whatnot, right? And like, it's notoriously hard to find clone armor versus like Empire armor and First Order armor comparatively, right? Like, it, uh, what's the helmet company that you really? You oh, play? I'm not gonna. Bash. We don't. We don't know. No, 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 I'm not bashing anyone. I'm just saying, like, even like all the different mainstream yeah. companies, like, well, at least when, when I normally look, it's just like yeah. I've always wanted like a clone helmet, and yeah. it's like you can't find official ones, so it's hard to. In yeah. comparison to like a regular Stormtrooper helmet or a First Order helmet. Right. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so it's all, you know, everything's CGI. This is CGI. Uh, could you imagine? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> uh, you can ask me and then I think, yeah. Oh, you want me to ask? Yeah, you, you have to ask me the question too. If the shot is the movie was good. Yeah, duh. 
Do, we, do I have to? Yes, because uh, you know my answer. Bradley was episode two, mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Okay. 20 years later, yeah. the cringe of the dating scenes. Yes, it's still good. Still good. I still have fun with that movie. Just like you said, it's it's fun. It's the first time we see full on Star, in my mind, Star Wars. In terms of like a ground a battle assault and everything. Like that's the first time. Like it's a very iconic full sequence. Jedi being surrounded, and then you know you got the the droids and everything, and all these troopers coming in. It's still the coolest thing ever. And then especially when Star Wars Battlefront. One started about friend two yeah. two came out like and you got to recreate you that. Start launching. It was just, that's yeah. always the first yeah. level, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I was going to bring up Battlefront. That's a game we play a lot on our, our good old PS2. Great system uh, works well, and I think yeah, like like yes. like Genosis is obviously a big part of that. I think mean, because we got to play that game, we played that game so much as kids. Like it sticks out more that that scene and that. And like I think sometimes randomly I'll just like. On YouTube, pull up like oh yeah that scene because it's just like yeah. it's just fun you know it's, it's just fun to see that stuff yeah. again CGI is terrible it's like it's bad it's real bad it's not that it's bad like they did like for the time period it was like top notch yeah it did it, it age well it's twenty years, years later but like, the, you know but then I think about this right it's like in two thousand two. 80 years ago, it was like 1982. And we would have been like, oh, that's bad CGI from the 80s when we're watching in 2000. So it makes sense. It tracks that like it doesn't look that good today. And that's good. That just shows you how yeah, tech is progressing is and, and we understand lighting better and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I think that's everything that I've got. I think I'm going to get out of here. So I'm just going to leave. No, I'm kidding. You're just going to leave. I'm just going to walk off stage. I can do that, right? I don't think you can just walk off stage. That's true. I think we're, we're here forever. That, that is very true. Remember we were joking right before, like, you know, they, they told us for the last show, so we're just going to fill until tomorrow morning. Yeah, we're just going to keep going for the next, uh, you know, 15 hours. No, that's going to be, I think, everything for us here, guys. Thank you so much for, for jumping in. We do have a contest going right now on our Twitter channel. If you go and follow us that, was it good on Twitter? Uh, we're giving away the Hasbro Black Series Asajj Ventress um, lightsaber. So definitely just go follow us, give us a, a nice little comment. Give us one of your favorite Star Wars memories. Uh, we'll be closing that contest on Saturday, and uh, if you're here and you're a pick, we'll just give it to you right then. Uh, we're also on what was it, TikTok, Instagram, at was a good pod, and then this entire live stream will also be on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash was a good. And then the audio version will be on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. That was a good. That was good. Yeah. Beyond that, that's the good. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you.